so I've launched a book. It's all about sales and how the fact that selling has been transformed uh, both since historical times and also in more recent times. These bonus episodes are meant to give you, the listener, a bit of insight into some of the chapters in the book. So let's get started with what I call the burning platform. Back in 2004, 2005, I was doing some research for some clients of ours with their customers on how do their customers want to be sold to by my client. And the first person that I interviewed, and these are fairly senior level people responsible for budgets of millions, if not in some case, billions, said that in his view, about 95% of salespeople are a complete waste of time. I thought, okay, fine. And then a few weeks later, I was interviewing someone else again in a similar position. He's a chief technology officer of Vodafone. And I asked the same question and found that he said that less than 10% of salespeople sell to him in a way that he wants. In fact, the first two or three interviews that I did gave very similar feedback. And it it prompted a sort of question in the back of my mind about were these just two or three people who happened to be fairly cynical about salespeople or was there something more underlying which we should investigate? What then happened is our client, who was obviously very keen to see what their customers felt of their sales approach, then asked me to go and continue the research in not just Europe, but in other countries. So I then was involved in interviewing people from as far as Thailand and Asia through to the West Coast of America and Mexico. And it became very clear from the initial interviews that we did was that in the opinion of customers, and these are not just procurement people, but they're, um, they're people who may be heads of technology or heads of marketing actually had fairly low opinion of how salespeople sold. And it made me want to then turn this inquiry into a doctorate research program. So one of the chapters in the book is really explaining the journey that, that I went on in terms of initially looking at getting customers talking about how they wanted to be sold to and what percentage of salespeople sell to them in a way that they really wanted. And it became very clear that those salespeople who were in the, I would say, 10%, 10% that were selling in a way that customers want had a, an amazing opportunity to actually differentiate themselves. What was more difficult was actually looking at what was it about the way salespeople are approaching customers that was right or wrong. The journey that I took was researching I know the books that are out there talking about what the best salespeople need to do in order to sell well. But I was also interested in looking at what academic research was done on the topic. And what became interesting as we went through this particular research approach was that the lens through which a lot of academics and in fact a lot of authors were using to actually look at what good looks like as far as sales is concerned was actually misaligned, in fact, completely with what customers were looking for. 
there's an awful lot of bias in what we think good looks like. And I found in my research that I also had my own bias based on years of experience of being in sales. And it wasn't until I was halfway through the doctorate program that I began to realize, A, what that bias was, and B, what might be a different way of exploring the principles of great sales practice. And to cut a rather long story short, what then happened was that we switched the focal point of the research from looking at what competence is required for great salespeople to sell into what are the values that customers most look for in salespeople. And once that started, we began to be able to codify exactly what it was that we should be looking for from a values perspective, which we explain in in the book. A lot of what we do in this particular chapter four of the book is explaining the perspectives that a lot of people have in what I would call more traditional forms of selling and to maybe understand why it is we think that good may look like X, but actually what we really need to do is look at the whole process of selling through a completely different lens and we need to look at why. So I'll now be previewing another chapter in the next bonus episode, and this one is called Sources of Competitive Advantage. Stay tuned for that one, and if the topic has piqued your interest and you're curious about the book, there'll be some links to online retailers where you can get your own copy. 